Hey, hey, it's Frank, and this is Blatant Frankism, a podcast highlighting black perspectives and experiences, adding to the community consciousness and dialogue by talking to people that represent various generations and walks of life. We, the black community, are creating our own narratives. Freedom is a team sport. I live between the beats and storytelling is resistance. Let's go, y'all. my first show since December of 2019. That wasn't the plan, that's just how it worked out. When I started in January of 2019, I set out with the goal of releasing an episode each week, but I soon found that this was a difficult undertaking, especially when going it alone. You know what they say, if you want to hear God laugh, tell her your plans. (laughs) Yeah, I said her. Well, that must have been a belly rolling 52 week laugh because I ended 2019 with 13 episodes. 13. I was disappointed initially, but I realized that those were my 13 episodes. I did that, and there was nothing to be ashamed of. Then there was 2020 and the pandemic. Again, I had a plan. In fact, today's interview was recorded in May of last year. I was going to relaunch, rebrand, re-everything, but alas, this Parmesan and my anxieties had other plans. I won't go into detail, but suffice it to say, my therapist and I have grown very close, virtually, (laughs) over the past year. I've put in a lot of work on me. I still have a long way to go, but time awaits no one, so it's time. As I said, this interview is from last year. The interesting thing is that everything we discussed is still relevant, everything. I won't try to convince you, I'll let you judge for yourself. Either way, I hope you get something out of this and commit to contributing something moving forward. I'll let y'all on the flip side. If asked what is her ultimate objective in life, Amber C. Silman would probably state that she wants to help activate women to live their best lives. Through her writing, she envisions connecting the hearts and souls of women around the world. Ms. Silman was born and raised in the Motor City. That was Detroit, right? <laughs> She's a graduate of Hampton University, the real HU. Somewhere. The real HU. <laughs> With a master's in administration. <laughs> She's a project accountant by day and a writer by night. Her resume is growing rapidly with several featured articles on Exo Nicole, mm-hmm. including Why Rooting for Everybody Black Should Include Monique and the Gospel According to Riri. Let's snap that one. All right. Amber is well on her way to becoming a household name. Amber is also the visionary behind several projects such as Honestly Sis, a weekly newsletter for millennial women, and Dear Showrunners, a television blog that celebrates creatives as well as Honestly Sis TV, a YouTube channel dedicated to helping people navigate the rocky roads of life changes and spiritual awakening. When she's not writing, reading, or catching up on her shows, she's popping into a yoga class, pulling tarot cards, or walking her American Bull Terrier Cuddy. 
That's yeah. what he's trying to play. <laughs> <laughs> you talk. Uh, you talk a lot about Cuddy on on Twitter. I love Cuddy. <laughs> oh, I know you do. I know, I'm sure Cuddy knows as well. Uh, Amber currently resides on the lower east side of Detroit, where she's trying to get Detroit popping. <laughs> I, I made that up. <laughs> I mean, Detroit been popping. Detroit been popping, but you know where she's working on her first metaphysical. Th- Ooh, met- yeah. is that what it's about? Metaphysical. Yep. Ooh. It's like a spiritual awakening, like this. Oh, that's her. When her mom dies, she's going through this. Like, it's not called like you know. We don't spell it out and say, "Oh, this is a spiritual awakening," but essentially, that's what's happening. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. That. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. All right. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'd like to welcome Amber Silman to Blatant Frankism. Yes. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Gunshots. We're gonna figure that out later. All right. <laughs> um, so, um, Amber, welcome. Thank you very much. I really, really appreciate this. Um, this uh, relaunch, <laughs> re-inaugural, I guess you would say. Um, can you tell me. us? Well, thank you. Uh, can you tell the listeners something about yourself that wasn't in your bio? Um, I think I. I didn't say like I'm like a big time nerd. Like I'm like an information documentary interview on lecture hall nerd like I like love information like I'm like an information junkie like I just I don't know information and conversation it just stimulates me and I just like it's crazy I can like listen to like sometimes I literally have to just be like all right no more information today like no more like you know what I mean? like I just started this whole lecture series on like the uh philosophy of the bible like okay. this like lecture series. So it's like I like stuff like that. Like I'm a big time. <laughs> not not a problem, not a problem. I dig it. I dig it. So um what inspires you, Amber? Oh, life. Life inspires me. Like I'm just inspired. I can be I feel like low-key, I'm like easily inspired. Like dope stuff inspires me. Like um real, I think it's really like seeing people living in their truth or like just being like their authentic self. So like an Issa Rae inspires me, like a Jay inspires me. Like, I don't know, even when I was, I was a mentor at one time and I would like see these, like these, you know, young black girls and that's when they were like wearing their natural hair. And I was like, damn, like, why am I not wearing my natural hair? So I was like, I'm just like inspired by people who just like want to be their self and just, you know, embrace authenticity. Like that inspires me. And look, if you know, you can find that everywhere. So I agree. Really inspired. <laughs> I agree. You can find a little bit of that stuff everywhere if you, I mean, yeah. if you're looking for it. What's the last thing that inspired you? The last thing that inspired me. Ah, uh, this is so random. <laughs> but the last thing that inspired me was Black as Fuck, the episode with Tyler Perry. When he was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I was like, Tyler! Like, I just, because I've never heard him, like, speak in this way about, you know, his work all the time. Like, most times when he's, like, on these big platforms or, you know, like, The Breakfast Club or, like, Sway in the Morning, like, he's always answering it in, like, this politically correct way to, like, see him. And for me, because I'm a writer, so, like, it, it was all about this thing about, like, the white gaze and, like, and when they say with the white gaze, it's like, you know, writers or just creatives, like we're doing our work to explain the black experience. And it's like, 
we don't need to do that no more. And I, I, I don't know, like when Tyler said it, like it just clicked for me, like, oh, because I've always criticized Tyler. Like I've always been like, he needs to do better. And da, 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 da. Like these ghetto ass movies is the problem. But it's like, you know, he's somebody real Like it may not be my story. It may not, you know, be something that I even agree with, but he's speaking to people and it shows in the numbers that he's, you know, pulling in. Like, he, he just built this studio that's bigger than the studios in Hollywood. So it's like, for me to just see that it was like this, this freedom, like, you know what, as long as I stay true to myself, as long as I like just tell the stories that I want to tell and don't worry about trying to explain it or try to get people to understand it. Like, it's, that's why it's like, that's insecure work because she's not trying to get you to understand what she's saying. She's just giving you the story and we take it apart and we argue, but it's like, you know, that's for y'all to do. But it's like, as a creative, we have to like give ourselves license to be like, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna tell whatever story I'm gonna tell. And like to see Tyler say that, it was like, you're right, Tyler. Interesting. I'm gonna tell my story. <laughs> that is very interesting because I watched that episode uh-huh. I thought the same thing. I said, oh shit, I've never heard him say that, right? Never. And while that kid that has been an argument people and defense people have made, right? Hey, he's just telling the story. He he's kind I mean he said it, but it's just like that there was just a, a difference in the way he said it where even I sat back and was like, All right, I get it. Yeah, I, get I give it. it to you. Now there is still room for criticism and that's part of my problem that folks just expect you not to criticize because he looks like that's not the point. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's telling our story. Yes, he's telling stories that, that you know we experience. And so that's not that you can't dispute that. It may not have been yeah. your personal experience, but it's somebody's black experience. It's we somebody's story. See that or heard that or know somebody. We got a cousin Ray Ray and a, and somebody. We we yep. you know all that stuff. And that's why I like that whole episode because it was that that's what it was about. Like as a black people, like because we're not used to you know we're just now be able to have this kind of influx of our stories being told. It's like, you know, we got to stop being like, oh, you bring it down the culture because of this and, and, and just be like, okay, I don't agree with it. Like, yes, he does stand for criticism, but it's like, we can do that in a way that's not tearing it down. Like, and that's not like but a little hating on our own shit, you know? A little pushback on that, though, is, is it necessarily tearing it down? It's not always tearing it down. Sometimes if you're critical, folks say you're tearing it down. I'm not tearing it down. I'm being critical. I watched yeah. whatever, what, what was that one movie? The, 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 the Fall and Grace. Yes. I watched the movie. I'm not tearing it down. It was not a great movie. Yeah. In my opinion. If somebody, yeah, but, I know people who like it, so great for them, but don't say that I'm tearing it down because yeah. I said, hey, he owes us more. He 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 owes us a little more production value. That's no, I definitely I, I agree with you, and I think that's what Kenya was saying. Like, we do have to like as a people, like we have to be able to be like, okay, we're not just going to be like, oh, we support this because it's black. Like, we have to be able to say this is good and this is bad art. Like, yeah, Tyler still has to stand in that and be like, right, you right, know, this right. is the story. But it's like we as an audience, we can be like, you know, that's not the story for us. And I think I think our culture is like we're. I feel like we're going into like this post white gaze period of where like as creatives we're learning to be able to tell our stories and I feel like Tyler started that like he he opened the door and like I feel like people are elevating it so like Tyler he cracked it open a little bit and then we got Barry and then we got you know like it's like 
I'll say he opened it a little more. I don't know about he. I don't know about he. He cracked it. He opened it a little more. I say that. But I, I give him that. That's fine. That's fine. I give him that. <laughs> Come on, he did. He paid for our lesson. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm, I'm joking. He good. He. I'm saying I'm an information. You know, I do interviews, and I everybody that I have ever heard from Taraji on down, they say Tyler paid us well. I mean, look, I don't all, all that other they back stuff. You know what I'm saying? All that back stuff. I don't that part. They gotta yeah. argue that part because they gotta they gotta make that way and figure out their yeah. way. But you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, the set. I need you to I need you to get on the production value. Set. That's how I am. I'm like, you know, <laughs> then you gotta think about it like that's that generational, you know, like that's that generational difference right there. Like his generation just feel like, you know, well, shit, it's cool. Like, you know, like this is enough. This is good enough. Like I got a movie for y'all. I'm yeah. telling our story, whereas we like. No, it needs to be the best that it can be, and it needs to look good, and it needs, you know. And whereas they just like, hey, you know, I'm doing it. You know, it's like a, I feel like it's a generational thing. I feel like for him, he looks more so at, well, I'm telling the story, so it's like a win on my side, and I'm making money. So you know, I got you. I got you. Know, I'm, I'm taking away these big profits. You can say what you want, but I'm taking away oh, a twenty million dollar profit. And that's true. At the end of the day, that's that's all it is. You yeah. can say what you want to say. I'm going I'm to listen to you, but I'm going to be walking to the bank while you do that. Exactly. Whereas I feel like another creative or they would be like, I don't need to make this $20 million profit. I'm good with making the 10 or the 5 because I'm going to put the money and invest it in the work. Exactly. Like exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Appreciate that. So um, back to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I, my interaction with you, you know, initiated with honestly, sis. Um, and then somehow I found you on Twitter. I don't. It wasn't intentional. Mm. I just saw it, right? Really? See, yeah. I thought it was like you found me on Twitter and then found honestly, sis. I didn't know it was that way. Oh, that's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, how did you start that? Um, I started honestly, sis. Like it kind of. So it was like a two-part thing. Like I was um back when Lena Dunham was a thing, and she had her. Uh, she had her. She was a thing, yeah. She was at, at one point in time a thing. She was a thing, yeah. <laughs> so like she had this uh this newsletter that it was called like the Lenny letter that she turned into this website, and it was like all about like you know telling these personal stories. Like it was like it was like telling celebrity stories from a different angle. So like so say for example they had like a Khloe Kardashian interview or article on there, but Khloe was talking about her religious experience like you know like stuff like that and I was like oh that's like really dope like you know like I like that idea of like looking at celebrities for more than just what they can offer like you know like let's dig deeper into that stuff so that was like the first little thing and then I was like I did this I'm like you know all into like healing and all that stuff so I did an energy healing and she was saying my thing she was saying my um my my chakra I think it was like my sacral chakra. It was either my sacral chakra or my throat chakra. Whatever one holds the, I think it's the sacral, but that's the creativity. And it's blocked. And she was like, uh, and she was, so I was kind of explaining to her what I was doing. And she was like, and that was because I was working on my book and I had been working on my book for about like three or four years at that point. And she was like, you're, you're creating too much and you're not outputting anything. Like you're generating way too much over here and you're not putting any of it out and it's blocking you. So you need to find a way to like get, you know, like get your information out there or like, you know, like release creative pretty much, like release your creative energy. So I had like put up a little like thing on Facebook and was like, hey, what did y'all think about receiving a newsletter for like, you know, about like real life stuff and blah, blah, blah. And that's 
So that's pretty much where it came from. And like a couple of friends got on the list and I just started writing stories. And the funny thing is when I first like did it, I had, I was like writing these little articles without even realizing I was writing it. Like I was just like getting these things out and then I just like kind of formatted it and I think the first batch was like 20 people and then it was just like word of mouth and like now we're almost up to like 200 people so nice. kind of cool nice. my baby <laughs> i like that how has it changed or grown since you started it um, and, and are you surprised by anything that's happened i'm very surprised because it was like like i told you like it started off with like maybe like 30 people and it was literally just like hey if you if you responded to this um this post and you're really serious about it just give me your email address and i'll just you know send it to you and it just i don't know like after a while like it just started growing just naturally and i was just like i don't know i guess i wasn't really expecting it to do that and like the you know the a the the, the financial person in me is like oh i gotta make this something and i feel like i kind of fucked it up by doing that I like trying to be like, oh, I got to do this. I got to bring people on board and I got to add social media. Like, I really wish that I would have. And, and maybe that's what we're changing. Not, we're about to, I'm about to like transition into like keeping it that like kind of organic space of where I'm just like releasing it as it comes and not like forcing it and being like, oh, every week I'm going to have it. Because like what I realized is like, I'm not a company, like I'm not an organization, like I can't keep up with XO Nicole, like she has a whole staff and it's like, it's just me. So right. it's like, I just need to kind of, I don't know, I got ahead of myself. Like I got excited because it was growing and I wanted to make it something instead of just letting it stay organic because it was working clearly. <laughs> it was, I don't know, I feel like I got in it and messed it up. <laughs> I mean, and that, that tends to happen when you see things, you know, you see, you see your your birth, you know. I'm like, oh my God, there's <laughs> I got you, I got you. Yeah. Would you do it, what would you do differently? If, if I could I, do it I, over, I, if I could do it over, I would just keep writing and just not, like, I wouldn't try to do the social media thing, like, I wouldn't have wasted that time I wouldn't have bought any like trying to bring people on board to help me like I just would have kept it being like what it was supposed to be was this little outlet you know to see my writing it happens once a month you know like just letting it be whatever it was gonna be like I wish I would have just let it stay organic instead of trying to mold it into something gotcha, gotcha. all right yeah what do you would you enjoy most about this about mm. what you do because um, I, I like giving I, I like giving information out like that's the part I like the, the most like even because it's like like even with honestly sis and like with this honestly sis tv with me doing those videos on youtube like it's like I'm just cause it's like I'm getting I think about these things and now I'm able to like vocalize it and like and even with my life it gives me a chance to kind of like reflect on it and like look at my journey and be like damn like whoa like well you used to think like this and now you changed the way that you think and i don't know it's like it's just like a really good it's like a moving like a live journal i mean a live diary that's online kind of like that's how i want to like now that i like now that i'm kind of like getting my emotions out of it because that's what it was it was like my ego got into it because I was working on my book and like people would come up to me and be like, oh, you still working on your book or it ain't done yet. And I would be like, <laughs> yeah, um, you know, like, 
Right. You know, like greatness takes time, but you know, you can only say that so many times. You know, like what are you, you working on? <laughs> you know, so it's like I just wanted to. I wanted people to see me doing something. You know, and I got caught up in that, like, oh, yeah. look at me, and I'm doing. And instead of just like just staying in my own lane. So now that's what I'm just just trying to stay in my own lane. What is, what is your lane then? You know, you said you said early on that that things may be shifting a little. What what is your what does your lane look like? What do you? I'm good. My new name, my new lane is all about like just uh, help, like this this activating, like mastering life with me, and and just kind of what I was telling you before, moving into more of this like thinking of everything as offerings and just like putting it out there and doing it from like you know like doing it from a place of love and not asking it to be something more that it can be you know like just letting stuff be what it's gonna be and not being so attached and being like is this gonna be the greatest and is this you know like just put it out there because eventually you know when it does happen when you know when the book is finished and i accomplish all these things like it'll be there and then i can say oh look you know like go over here when all that where all that information at like do you yeah. find that you are sharing with people like less maybe about your endeavors to to alleviate that pressure or, or no or just you've changed yeah i kind of feel like i'm not like yes that was like a big i feel like that's the shift you make like when you first start you like yeah look, hey y'all i'm doing this and i'm writing this and look read it and do this and now i'm just kind of like you know i got the youtube channel i'm doing it by myself like i'm like i ain't even posting it nowhere like i'm just because it's like i just because you're right because like the energy is different like I'm not looking for any because it's like for one thing I don't want you to like kind of look on my stuff and try to like shit on me or be like oh what's like you know like I don't need that type of energy so it's like if you if it's not your lane then you don't even need to see it like that's how I feel like I just want it for the people who it's gonna be for and so yeah I do find myself like you know I, I don't want to share it so much. Like I just did like an SEO audit. And one thing she said was like, oh, you need to post your videos on Facebook more. And I was like, on Facebook more. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, you know, because I'm like, I really didn't want to. Because that's where my mamas and aunties and everybody else is. But it's like, you know, if she's saying put it up there. And, and that, even that, that's a thought process. Like, well, you know, do I need to do that? Is it really about this, you know, people finding me or is it about just making sure it looks presentable and when the people do find it it's like they understand what they're looking at because that's what she really got me to do is like define it because I, I have a hard time like defining things for myself so I was like okay I want to talk about mastering life and self-mastery and what's alchemy and like how do you really do that like how do you really change your life because I've read self-help books and I've done the vision boards and was like Ain't none of this shit come true. Like, you know, like, I'm like, I've done it every single year. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, where's Oprah? I put her up here. <laughs> right? Ago, and she's still not here. In the middle of my vision board. Why ain't that spike yet? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, but now I'm realizing it's more than just putting the vision board up. Like, you really, it's beliefs. Like, it's these, like, subconscious things that we're not even aware of. These things from childhood that we, like, take with us and we carry, you know? right so it's like i want to tell people that because i don't feel like nobody nobody really says that and the people who do say it are like somewhere else or you know like it's some white lady with three cats and you like what the fuck is she talking about you know like it's just weird it's just weird 
Which um, I guess brings me brings me to I guess the next part I was gonna ask you like how's the process changing? But you spoke to that, and so thinking along that, so you know you've done a reading for me. Um, you talk about you know how you kind of were introduced to that. Um, why is that <clears throat> such an important focus on you? And how do you like do you see that as a separate part or separate from honestly, sister, or part honestly, or part of the the larger the larger overall purpose or body of work or I don't know how, how do you I think, do? It's like, I think it would be more of a it, it's so funny because I was like doing a reading and like that like and that's why I do them because it's like because the readings are not me like it's not like I'm just this amazing smart person like I'm channeling so it's like it's it's a I'm learning I'm using a one muscle like I'm, I'm learning how to channel and channel is the same thing that I do in my writing that's all it really is you're taking this idea that you're having you're trying to translate it on paper so it's like as i'm using this muscle of channeling verbally i'm not I, it makes it easier for me to channel written word so it seems different but it's like they do kind of work hand in hand okay but i do kind of look at them as kind of like an overall body of work because I feel like because I, I don't feel like it's going to be like this thing of where it's like oh I'm going to be like the next YouTube star like I don't feel like it's going to be like that I feel like it's going to be like the book comes out and then people are like oh my god I found this YouTube channel that she did like I, I, when I think about it I think about how cool of what it would have been to see Issa Rae in her very beginning process you know like her trying to build her team her right. trying to figure out you know do I, you know, how do I do awkward black girl or should I do, you know, like what, what was, I think that she used to do like a dorm diaries before that. Like, so why did you not do that? And then you did do awkward girl, like the earlier stages of Ava, cause she didn't go to the traditional school of, of um, you know, directors and all of that stuff. So like her being the stages of how does she figure out like, oh, I really want to direct, like, oh, I want to write, like, you know, like, so I just, I think about it that way, and being like, you know, eventually, I'm going to get where I want to be, right. and I may not have the time, or I may not even, you know, be able, be focused on that anymore to give this information out there, but it's like, let me do it while I'm here now, and it just be here, so when I do become whoever I become, I can be like, oh, if you want to know how to do it, direct steps are there. Just go in the die, like just go into the archive, like it'll help me. So that's how I kind of look at it. I dig that. I dig that. What has, um, in your kind of weird, more into <laughs> in this experience, what has been the biggest challenge for you as you are, you know, learning to work that muscle and, and getting more experience at working with people? What's been the biggest challenge for you? Getting out your own way, like you know, just getting out like like completely out your own way like getting out of my way with when i even bought the people on board and being like i don't recognizing that i don't have as i'm trying to write my book because when i you know i was doing i'm this whole time i'm still writing my book like i'm doing honestly so it's, i'm like i don't have there's only so much information that you can give out and when you put yourself on this time schedule of oh i gotta have something every week it's like you're creative mind is like I don't have it like I can't just produce for you like that at least my, I'm not there yet you know like I can't do that so my, I was just like I had to be honest and be like well let me ask these girls if they would be open to helping me out and so like that took something to be like to even recognize that oh I need help and like even now 
it's another thing of recognizing like, oh, I did that for all the wrong reasons and I don't necessarily need to do it that way. So I, it's like a maturity process. And like, I feel like it's gonna be ever changing. Like it's gonna be like, eventually, you know, this may get to, you know, the, the honestly says TV may get to a point to where it's like, you need to pivot and you need to focus on this more. So I'm really like just trusting myself. Like this, this whole process is about trusting myself and listening to my intuition. And it's not really about what anybody else cares or think or be like, what you should focus on. Like I got into it with my boyfriend. Like, I had a whole ass argument about it because he was like, I don't think you should be focusing on that. And I'm like, you don't know, like, you know, <laughs> so it's just, but it's like, because it's like, this is me following, trusting myself. And I feel like that's me having a, me and God, you know, like me and God are on a thing. And I feel like as long as I'm doing what he wants me to do, I know he's going to get me where I want to go. So it's just a trust process and getting out the way and not fucking it up. <laughs> Don't fuck it up. I got you. I got you. Oh, don't mess it up. Jeez. Yeah. Um. So you, 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 you. I'm listening to how you have gone through the process and what you've learned and you know, some of the pitfalls and the good things. Have you given thought to ever kind of, I guess, mentoring other future influencers, I guess, or other future social media? Have you given or writing? I don't know. Like, have you have have you learned anything in in that process that you think you'd be willing to share? Or I think like that's what I look at the the YouTube channel for, or like because I I've made it like mastering life with Am, so I feel like it's it's all in there. Like it's because I because the channel is geared towards people who are feeling trapped, who are trying to make a change in their life, or who are newly awakening. So all of those things are still about the creative process. Like it's still like, it's all about like, cause you're creating yourself. You're, you're ultimately creating the life that you want to live. So it's all in there. It all works hand in hand. So I kind of just, I think I would go back and just be like, just look at that information. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Have I asked you your proudest moment? Did I ask you that already? Uh, no. Proudest I my proudest moment. Lately, I've been kind of late. I ain't even front. Lately, I've been feeling very proud of myself lately. Like I've just been like, just like just seeing the growth, like just like in my writing. Like I just be like, sometimes I just sit back and be like, girl, you was not writing like this before. Like who are you? Like check you out. And like I have re I just recently revamped my YouTube channel, and like I just realized like the skills like you know, learning honestly, sis, and the growing pains, and, you know, I even look at my website, and I'm like, damn, like, you did your website, like, you know, like, so it's just like, it, in the process of the grind, I've just been realizing all these little skills that I've been picking up, and I've just been like, you know who I am, like, you may not be where you want to be, but girl, you are on your way, so it's just like, I've just been proud of just where I, like, of my journey, and like, the changes that I make, because I can, I, I, I can clearly to see how differently my life was and how I feel about it and everything. So, yeah, yeah I just feel like I'm doing good. But if I had to pick a moment, it would be like when I got the girls for honestly six. So that was like, for me, that was like a big moment, because it was like I've always had this thing about belonging and fitting in and being different. And like for people, like for some of them, I didn't even didn't really know me like we didn't have a personal relationship and for them to be like yeah I'll help you out yeah I'll write some articles for you I was just like damn like 
Nice. People really believe in me, you know? <laughs> like, that's how it felt. So that was a really good one. People do really believe in you. Yeah. So that's a dope feeling. Because you think it's like being in your head for so long, and you're like, oh, wait, they get it. They understand what I'm trying to do. <laughs> they get it. So, yeah. Well, that, that, that is a good segue into um, this next question. What do you want the work you do, whether it be Honestly Sis or the readings or anything else, what do you want that to, to mean or represent um, for the folks that follow you or participate, uh, members? Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I just want them to, I, I guess I want them to know that the power is all in them. And like, just like, I guess like that resilience, I guess that's what I, I would want people to like, not look at their life. Like if somebody could just like read my book or like if I could make a movie or that, I would just, what I would want them to take away from it is just like, you know what? It's never too late. Like I can, you know, I can do this. Like I can change my life. Like I want to like kind of inspire that to where it's like, like, because it's not too late. Because I feel like a lot, you know, like a lot of these coming to age stories, it's like teenagers or it's high school. And, you know, you look at it and you just like, damn, like, I didn't do that. I didn't do that right. Or I, you know, so it's like you feel like your moment is past. And we're like, so I know so many people that are like 30, 35 years old. It's like, oh, I'm too old or I'm trapped. And they ain't got no kids or nothing, but it's just like they feel defeated and feel like, they just have to live this nine to five life and just, you know, not happy. And I just want people to know, like, we don't have to live like that. Like, we have power inside of us. And if we just use this world as a mirror, we can, like, get ourselves to where we ultimately want to be in life. So I want to inspire us to live our best life. Shit, see how powerful we are. That's it is. I want Black people to see how powerful they are. Period. That's it. If, if That's why I want on my tone tone. Black people are powerful as fuck. <laughs> There we go. Well, we're going to end the uh, formal portion then with that statement. <laughs> Black people are powerful as fuck. We are. So powerful. That we are. All right. So we are going to move into um, the next portion of this so rapid fire questions. So what I need from you are five numbers between one and 69. One and 69. Five numbers. Mm-hmm. One and 69. Yes. All right, uh, let's do 11, okay, 17, mm-hmm. 33, and 55. 33, I need one more. Uh, three. Three? Mm-hmm. All right, and then give me one number between one and 26. One number between one and 26. 22? Okay. Question three. What is this? What are your top two favorites? So question two is cake or pie. So cake or pie. Okay. Cake or pie. Uh, cake or cake. What are your top two favorite cakes? Uh, chocolate, yellow chocolate, and shit, maybe a pie cake. Uh, <laughs> my mama carrot cake. My mama carrot cake because I don't <laughs> like mama. everybody else carrot cake. <laughs> You know, it's real. Not my mother. Not my mother's. My mama's. My mom. My mama carrot cake. All right. Question eleven: If you could eliminate one food so that no one would eat it ever again, what would you pick to destroy? 
Hey, that's kind of harsh. Uh, coconut. I do not like coconut. Like, it's just, it's weird. I'm sorry, y'all. Coconut is weird. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Coconut is weird. Okay. I don't like coconut. Uh, 17, what's your most memorable book from childhood? Oh, that's easy. Harry Potter. All of it. I mean, they, shit, they came the whole way through. It even came to college. So much. You just came with me. Pretty true. That was Pretty like true. a pivotal book for my life. I even got the tattoo. I'm like a for real person. Okay. Real life. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, that's something. Thirty-three. Oh, interesting. Which Disney character story does your life most resemble? Disney character story. That's weird. Was Wizard of Oz a Disney movie? No. I don't. I mean, was it? I don't know. Is it? Does it count? No. But no, okay. I'll, I'll give you some. I'll give you some leeway. Okay. This, this is gonna be a care, a fictional characters whose life would resemble yours. A fictional character. Uh, <laughs> probably Cinderella. <laughs> I had a shitty childhood. Like people were so mean to me. So, yeah. <laughs> so mean. So you you, you bounce back. The ultimate clap back. I got you. I think it's very interesting. Blow up on me. everybody. Yes, that's it. <laughs> but I, I think it's interesting you asked me about the Wizard of Oz, though, and didn't name a character from the Wizard of Oz. I was, Dorothy! I was, oh, Dorothy! It would have been Dorothy. Oh, because I thought it was like, it didn't count. That's why I changed. <laughs> I was so confused. You leaned back to think. I was like, hold on. She already had an answer. What happened? <laughs> See, that's what I was like, I did. My bad. Yeah. Dorothy. It would have been Dorothy from Wizard of Oz. All right. Uh-oh. 55. Mm -hmm. Yes. Who would you love to sing you to sleep? To sing me to sleep? Uh, Beyonce. <laughs> okay. This is your particular song. <laughs> Just anything. Just, no, I just want her to just be like, oh, you know, she could just sing my name. <laughs> just be like, <laughs> just soft lullabies. <laughs> just lullabies, lullabies, lullabies. Oh my God, she should sing lullabies. She should be doing lullabies. See, see, she should be doing lullabies. Look, you want to bring it out. She probably already got it good. She probably already got it in the, in the uh, you spoken into existence. Probably already there. Now she got to release it. I do. I have some ideas. I do. I don't know who sent them to, so I just send them to the universe. That's fine. That's fine. There you go. I can't do it. In uh, question 22, if you could be one superhero, which mm. superhero would you be? I feel like I thought about this. Who would I be? I think we've all done this icebreaker. <laughs> you know, which was I know it's supposed to be fast. Probably Spider Man. That's the first thing that came to mind. You into the universe buildings. That's creepy, yeah. but that's that's scary. But all right, you know, I, you know why? Because I just like how it was just like one day he just got bit by a spider and his whole life changed. Like, yes, dog <laughs> got powers. Like, I like that. All God's creatures. All we all got creatures. All us. <laughs> And wasn't that a black spider? No, see. Even the right, ready on that. Black spider. Black spider. 
back to our head fighter. All right. So um, thank you. So uh, those are our rapid fire questions. I appreciate your um, your answers. Um, no problem. Um, and so like I said earlier, I do want to include you on my uh, five minute break. Okay. And so um, this time I usually like um, five things in five minutes. Okay. Like whatever the list is I'm thinking about that week. And so having been, you know, stuck in the house, I've been thinking about things I've been binging. Oh, okay. Maybe one little feedback on what I've been binging. Maybe if you've seen it. Feedback, okay. I don't know. This you know, whatever. Uh, so my first show, which I'm, I'm sure no one has seen, it's called Unforgotten. It's an Amazon Prime show. You know Amazon Prime. Yeah. You already know. So it's already a, know. Everybody got time. Amazon. We go see the, the couple of ones. Like Amazon make you work for it. Like I don't have time. I mean, but I'm saying Amazon. Amazon pays for itself. I mean, <laughs> I mean you know. You, you know what? Somebody said the same argument. Yeah, my partner said the same. Well, I'm like, you're right. Okay, you're right. I'm just saying it do, man. I, I bought how much? It's free. Everybody got Amazon Prime. Everybody got. It. You're not gonna pay me to ship it to me. Give me all of it. But is it good? It is. I do great. have it though. It's great. It's a show, okay. police officer, and so what happens? It's there are four seasons, and each season is like six episodes, and it's all hinged on the first episode. They discover um, a body, and so they try to figure out who killed. And so, like, is the six episodes like go through all the folks in this person's life and all this kind of stuff, and they like put the story together. It's great, but the thing I like, I love BBC police shows because mm-hmm. where they are they it's always so bright outside too. <laughs> Doesn't matter. The most heinous crime could have occurred. Right. It is so sexy. colorful. <laughs> the beaches. Oh. I'm like, wow. So nice there. Why are people killing everybody? <laughs> I'm just so mad about it. It's always so sunny. <laughs> the second one is a Netflix show called Rectify. You ever heard of this? No. I think I saw it. Maybe. Who is that one? Is it a court show? No. It's he. He. This guy. He went to prison. For, mm-hmm. 20, for almost 20 years, he's on death row um, for, they said he raped and killed his girlfriend, but mm-hmm. he, right, he didn't. So it's, it's a series, it's, um, a scripted series, so it's not a documentary or anything. But it's like oh, okay, okay, okay. four years, like over the six of these four seasons that I watched. Um, just like trying to reacclimate and reintegrate to society and like his whole, he went in at 16, so he's like totally Ugh, Yeah, it, it, whole new very, world. Very, very interesting. At the end of it, they figure out that like the police department set him up all those years ago. Yeah. It it is it, it, it's so good. So See, good. I stopped watching serial. I stopped listening to serial because of that. I'm like, I am tired of listening uh, to people just ruin people's lives, and it's just like they're doing it. They're doing it. it's like, how do we fix it? Like, I don't want to hear about it until we fix it. Like, it just hurts my heart too much. Yeah, but that's just me. That's okay. Uh, three, Westworld. I don't understand. We got into the new season yet, so I don't like. I won't. So I had to take a break. I did. I didn't. I wasn't watching the show. I had seen the first oh. episode a while ago, and it just didn't. I don't know. Just yeah, didn't yeah. Watch. That's how season two is, but it's so good when you get into it. I, but right? I, I started watching this season, and I, I got like into the first four episodes. And I said to myself, "Go ahead and watch those first three seasons." Oh my god! It is so good. It is so. Yeah, but you know, it's like I don't know. I feel like Westworld is like this parallel to like the real world, you know? Because it's like it's just like when Maeve had got killed and he was like, "Well, when she pulled the bullet out," and she's like, "None of this really matters." And we, I'm just like, I don't know. Westworld just be so tricky sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, what are y'all trying to say? What's going on here? I mean, I I I, I tend to believe in that that parallel 
alternate yeah. universe, all that kind of stuff. So it's out there somewhere. Really? <laughs> it's out there somewhere. So right I now, believe it. Nothing, I believe everything. So nothing, nothing is shocking to me. Um, nothing. So we have talked about. Let's let's go to uh, black as fuck. What do you think about? It? I love it. I, I don't. I don't even know why people hate it. Like I, I legit like honestly like my boyfriend. He was like, it was so annoying hearing you watch that show because he was like, all I kept hearing because <laughs> I was like dying laughing. Like it was so funny to me. But I don't know. I also like, I guess that curb your enthusiasm style of. Uh, I don't know what is it called directing acting. I like that. I thought it was really good. Yeah. I mean. I, yeah, I, I, I like, don't know. I like the spin on it though, like from like it was the daughter who was like they were recording for the daughter. I like that spin; it kind of changes it a bit. Yeah, um, at the end it made me cry. I, actually, the daughter she was just she was the one who probably had me laughing the most because she was setting them up for all the L's. She like go in, go in, go in, make sure you get this. And at the end, I ended up crying because I was just like, oh, it was so sweet. Yeah. I, was, I don't think get a season two. It was, it was good. It was good. I like. What did it. you think? <clears throat> I enjoyed it. I did. Um. What about I, the criticism? I too, I will, I'm not a fan of the criticism. I um, like you know, that's never an argument I'm going to make that someone who is black is not black enough because of either their experience or their skin complexion. That's that like it doesn't work like that. So I'm my partner kept saying that I'm like that's Quincy Jones' daughter. Like, yeah, it's Quincy Jones' daughter. Right. So I'm just like so. I mean, I I just I I don't like. People say things like, well, that person ain't black enough, and that person, ain't, what is, what the hell is black what, what does that even mean? Right, so, I don't, yeah, I just, I don't engage. Which yeah. brings me to my last one. Mm-hmm. Did you watch Hollywood? No, but I want to. It's on my list. I really want to. But I'm tired, Ryan, Ryan Murphy just gonna take everything. He ain't gonna, he gonna take all the stories. I I'm just like, that. I was like, yo, Ryan Murphy is talented, yo. I'm like, <laughs> he gonna tell all the stories. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it's just, the perspective is so interesting. I'd be interested in knowing what you thought about it when it's over. It's yeah, over. okay. Yeah, it's on my list. Cause I heard somebody was like, I love this show. I'm like, okay, all right, I gotta watch. I, it's yeah. definitely, I know it was shot well, cause I was like, ooh, this look expensive. It, it it like yes and and that's part of my thing about westworld as well like like the cinematography the money it's like oh. um watchmen yeah yeah cinematography was out of this world on it like that that was a set right so it's like like that part gets me too like yo how are you bringing people in what's what's the music which brings me back to my bbc cop shows it's always sunny right so yeah 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 but you know, HBO did that because they 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 set Westworld up for that because of Game of Thrones leaving. So they like, all right, like we, you know, we got all this money. <laughs> Where we go? Who gonna get the money? Who gonna be the big draw in? And they put it all in Westworld. So. That that is a hit. And Watchmen, which I'm sad. Like he, I know we're not getting a season two, but well, I, I, from that, I think yeah, I think they already said that. You know, the director. Yeah, because he said he don't want to do it. The director said it was what it was, and I'm fine with that. You don't. Don't give it to nobody else. He's like, I don't want to fuck it up. I I did well. I don't want to. I'm like, I feel you. One and done. I respect it. I respect that versus leaning down on, you know, driving the whole series on the ground. You know, walk away. If if y'all can't do it, no more, walk away. Don't reboot. Don't send it to another station. Let it go. Just let it go. Let it die. Like the the game. The game should have died. Oh, my goodness. And that's exactly what I was thinking about. And you know what? 
I have not seen an episode of the game in I don't know how long. I woke up in the middle of the night and there was an episode of the game on. How that's good was the crazy game? Though? That you said that. That's crazy. But that's the one that was coming to my mind too. And I was like, yo, I haven't. We should just let it go. But it was because we wanted it so bad. And then BT just. Yeah, BT did. Yeah. <laughs> that they teed it up. <laughs> <laughs> that they did. Thank you for my uh, my participating in my five minute break. Yeah, I do. I do appreciate that. That's fun. Um, I, I like will that. give you the chance to ask me one question. Oh, one question. Um, what do I want to ask? Ah, okay. This is actually perfect. Hopefully, you don't go. Oh, let me see how this goes. So, I have been in a Ti uh, rabbit hole lately. I know, very, very interesting, right? Right. I've been, I've been catching up on the TI podcast. Right. And he had Tiny on there. And for whatever reason, he, they, the whole subject came up about like, kind of like him disrespecting Tiny pretty much. And he was just saying like, he, she was like, you know, as a father with daughters, you shouldn't be doing that because you're like setting this bad example. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. I just give them more love and attention and they'll go the wrong, you know, I'll steer them the wrong way. And Tiny was trying to like argue the point, like karma is real. Like, you know, like you can't expect for you to, you know, treat one person one way and it don't affect your kids. And then of course, T.I. was like, you should have a drink because you're thinking too clearly. Yeah, he's direct words. So my question to you is, Yes. What do you what do, what do you feel about that? Like, how do you feel like in order to be, uh, I guess like a, a good example for the the black race or the black culture, to be a leader in the in the in the community, the, especially because I feel like that's what Ti is trying to position himself as. Agreed. Do you have to be a faithful husband? Like, can you be disrespectful to your wife and also call yourself? this great leader Ooh, <clears throat> you can so i believe that you can do things that are of benefit to the culture to the community i don't necessarily that that means you can be in a leadership position i don't necessarily know that makes you a leader right and mm -hmm. <clears throat> people with platforms are naturally in a leadership position. It just is what it is. It comes with the territory. Um, T.I., he is who he is. Come, you know what I'm saying? So he has that. Um, do I believe you are a good leader if you continue to cheat on your wife? No, I don't. And disrespect their public. But, uh, right. And, like, and, is it counterintuitive? Do you think, uh, this is the one, is it counter, con like, does it take away from his argument of trying to yes. better the black it's community and the family? It's hypocritical because everything you are doing is it, it, it cracks at the foundation of the black family. Um, so you can't tell me about its importance, but you are undermining your very own. And yeah. so that's how I feel about that. The, <clears throat> the argument that, you know, you have daughters that you shouldn't do whatever, you know, fill in the blank. I hate that argument because it's not an argument you should ever have to make to a man. A man, you shouldn't have to tell, remind a man that he has a child to make him be a better person, right? Like, I mean, people or when are- they say people I, I, or they say I had a daughter, now I see women as people. But, what? But, but, I mean, but that that's real. It just shouldn't be the case. That's real for them, right? That, it's real for some people. For some people, it is like, yo, I had I had a kid, and I was like, yo, you are, I'm a dog. And <laughs> and for some dudes, they are thinking, oh, Karma's a motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Together, right? And that's yeah. just, that, but that's life, that's people, people. I mean, people, everybody's different people. 
evolve the way they evolve. I just think if you are in, if you are performing in this way, but everything you say is telling me that this is what a situation you're in should look like, then you may be in a leadership position, but you are not a leader. At least you're not my leader, you know. And I don't have yeah. anything against Ti as a musician. Um, I don't have kids, so I can't speak to his job as a parent. As a person yeah. looking at the situation, I don't agree with it. But you yeah, know, my yeah. But I don't have to deal with it either. Um, yeah. <clears throat> at some point, the question naturally leads to: It is disrespectful behavior. But at some point, is it still disrespect if she has continued to come back and come back and come back? And so that's that's different. true because kind of, yeah, it changes it a little yeah. bit. So, but again, that's something that she has. You know, what I'm saying she has to live her life. She has her reason for her things. You know, and love yeah. is a motherfucker. <laughs> love is a motherfucker. You know, I, I literally said keep that Ti and Tiny love far, 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 far so, away from me. I'm good. Thank you. No, I want to be that love. You. Um, but no. So thank you. I appreciate that. So before we end this, do you have anything you want to plug? Why don't you give us your whole rundown? <clears throat> oh, my name is Honest Am. Uh, HonestlySis.com is where you can find all of my information. Um, if you want a tarot reading, I do do those as well. Um, that's on there as well. And if you want to get an idea of what that even means, I also have a link to like my YouTube channel so you can check out some of those readings and you know see if it's free. All right. Yep. Thank you, Amber. I appreciate it. Thank you. All this right. was fun. I got to talk to people about like, <laughs> events. This was fun. <laughs>
on a hope and a possible. A hope and a possible. Yeah. So. He was found guilty. And guess what? Police shot and killed Nakia Bryant. Sixteen-year-old Nakia Bryant, living in a foster home, um, being assaulted by two adult women, um, defending herself with a knife. And she's the one who called the police. And they got there and shot her immediately. Now, immediately, um, it's subjective. Uh, I understand that there are seconds and all that stuff. I really, really do. What I also understand is that that's what you train for. Last time I checked. We can, we, we can, we can have a conversation about... how people view all police as bad apples because of the bad apples we continue to see on TV. But part of my conversation is going to be we, um, we're going to think they're all bad apples because the bad apples we see on TV, the good apples continue to come out and defend because we're calling out what we see. Um, you feel how you feel, I feel how I feel. The system failed that child. Like, is is. is is anybody realize that that's a common fucking theme? The system continues to fail black people. Yo, 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 uh, you got something hanging from your rear view. Yeah, you should die for that. Hey, yo, you made an illegal U-turn. You should definitely die for that. Um, yeah. Yeah, we got this warrant. Yeah. This it's a warrant for a felony. Yeah. But you're running away, so you deserve. Like we knew where to find you right now, but if you run away, we won't know where to find you. Which happens. But I you know, I think y'all y'all found him again. You definitely know where to find him now. So, you know, you solved your problem. So you know, last summer, um, or, um, last year, we watched, um, as you know, folks just everywhere, <laughs> white folks decided that, um, black folks just couldn't be anywhere. It, nowhere, nowhere, nowhere. Not on your yard, not on my yard that you working on, not on his yard that they paid you to work on, not in front of your house, not walking on your street. In your neighborhood, taking a shortcut that you've taken, because that's the shortcut in the neighborhood. You know, and I keep thinking about um, Elijah McClain, that young man, to the moment of his last breath, was telling the people who saw no value in him 
how much beauty he saw in them. What kind of fucking world are we in? What? <sighs> so, <clears throat> I can't continue to not do what I'm supposed to be doing, and this is what I'm supposed to be doing, so here I am. Let's come back to to Akia Bryant. Young black girl. Black girl. Black girl. What are you doing? To our what? What 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 message are we sending to our black girls about how much we, we value them? I I'm I'm lost. What are we doing? What are we doing? Not even just black, black women, right? It's not lost on me that every time something needs to get done in this country, we call on black women. Not we, because I'm a black woman. Y'all call on black women. And every time we get to the point that we not we need to get to to survive, to maintain, to get to the next point, y'all jump right the fuck back in line in front of us and say, hold on, thanks for helping us get here. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on, we're here too, we're here too. Gavin Newsom decided to replace Kamala Harris with um, a Hispanic gentleman. I said at the time, not at the time, late, cl- close to thereafter, um, his, um, they were fighting for his recall. What is he going to do? Uh, what is he going to do? I said, well, you know, had he thought maybe to replace the black woman with another black woman who's, you know, similar experiences and keep, <sighs> whatever. Maybe, maybe he wouldn't have to worry because he'd know he'd have some folks already galvanized. And somebody tweeted me like, y'all, come on. What happened a couple of months ago? Gavin Newsom giving an interview. What did he say? He had something for black women after, after everything was all over. Why, Gavin? Why you got something for us now? You ain't had nothing for us back. Now you, now, now you, okay, okay, okay. What 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 is the actual value you see? All you see is the the number, the the pull the lever, the 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 the, 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 the count it up. That's it. That's it. Amber said a few things in that interview that resonated with me. First, not first, but you know, one of the earlier things she said is that um she had to um stay true to herself, right? And ensuring that she could get the things done that she needed to get done. And that was part of my problem, trying to, not that I wasn't staying true to myself, but then I kind of got lost in who I was presenting for. Who, you know, who, who am I doing? And I had to come back. No. You know, because it's just me. She also said that too. It's just me. That 13 episodes, just me. But my 13 episodes. And so if it's going to be just me, I have to do this with diligence and fidelity. And so I need to make sure that I, yeah, all right, get it, get it done the way I need to get it done. It can't be every week. Okay. Readjust, reflect, all that stuff. 
last thing she said was she had to keep her ego out of it. Yeah. But I got a big ego. Such a big ego. I like to say I don't, but I do. It is what it is. Such is life. I do need to keep it out of things, though. I don't know that it necessarily is a problem, but, you know, I want to, you know, keep on top of that. <laughs> uh, let's end this up with, um, I uh, talked about my top five list. I like it. I'm going to keep doing that. It's interesting that this list was about shows I binge, and we started with an Amazon Prime show because she talked a lot about Issa Rae and Lena Dunham, right? But what it got me thinking about was Lena Waithe in this Amazon show, Them. Somebody please explain what in the why did you bring us to Pleasantville and now we got to get out hours watching. Somebody please, because I am at a loss. I am truly at a loss as to what I was viewing on my television. Let's, oh, this whole thing about black women. I need to know what Lena Waithe's problem with cis black women and femme gay black women is. Because I don't believe she actually likes them, loves them, cares for them. That's my opinion. Why? You know, it, cis women in general. Because this them thing. Well, why 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 are the women always kidnapped by men and abused? What is going on? What is going on? The mama couldn't handle it. It took the strong black gay woman, the dom, the dyke. If you want to, that's not a word I use, but it is what it is. I don't take offense. I just don't use it. This shit is like that. That shit is Tyler Perryish to me. That's that. That shit is Tyler Perryish to me. But you know, I digress. Black kids, fuck us with all this trauma. That child in that movie, they killed her dog. That woman tried to that thing, whatever it is, tried to strangle her. Her mama tried to kill her and abuse almost abused her numerous times. She had to be the person to validate her grown ass fucking mother's. Stay, finally standing up to the white what is happening what is happening and that other black child yes I understand your mom everybody going crazy I don't know I don't know what the craziness was that never I don't know I don't know I, I don't it never really if I missed that somebody tell me like why the, I don't know I said, but I understand if your mama going crazy trying to kill you sit the king dog and your dad you all that and you might want to not be you and you might even want to be white. That's a thing. What's the thing? Uh, what, uh, what's the movie? What's the movie? What's the movie? God dog, you know. Imitation of life. Imitation of life. Ooh, honey. I wonder what imitation of life got on Rotten Tomatoes. Anyway. So, yeah, I understand. That child painted herself white. I mean, all the way white. That, that child kissed that girl. In the, what was that? What was what the what 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 was that? See, little girl gay now. She, def, she definitely would be filmed. What oh now she got? See what I'm saying? Even her, even her, we won't even know yet. Even her craziness was was film gay. 
and look what happened to her. Who was what that that man black face thing? Oh, I almost called that man SpongeBob. He had that daddy in check, in check, until them white men came in that house. I don't know what that message was. There, I, I, there are some thoughts. There, I mean, I just, I'm not so. Yeah, let me just say. Um, if you ain't seen it, I don't know. If, I don't think I've ruined it for you because I don't, I can't, I don't understand what happened. There's gonna be another season, I think. There would have there needs to be because somebody needs that answer. I won't be watching it, but somebody needs those answers, and I'll look forward to that HBCU graduates white paper on it. I, but it won't it won't be me, it won't be me, it won't be me. I cut in the bag. That woman went through that. She went through all of that. Y'all see the trauma? I'm sorry, that's me adjusting my mic. Y'all see the trauma y'all expect black women to go to go through and just fucking deal? I thought I was almost done. I'm not. Y'all, y'all, y'all see the trauma y'all expect black women to go through and just move the fuck on. I'm not gonna tell y'all what the trauma was. Let me just let me just just the worst trauma you've experienced. No, that's wrong. That's I won't I will definitely not say that. Definitely not. I will just say again. (laughs) And the expectation to just pick up and make it work. And the audacity to want to find a place to express that, right? To want to be able to express that pain, that 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 trauma. To want the, the how dare you, as a black woman, want to be able to say, "Hey, guys, this shit is fucked up. This is what I went through. This is how I'm dealing with it." No, I didn't say anything then. I didn't know how to deal with it. Let's talk about how many of you folks tell black women if they didn't say anything when they were abused, they shouldn't say shit now. I've had it said to me. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Kiss my ass. <sighs> yeah, look. Okay. 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 As I said, I have some questions about Lena Waite's view of certain black women. Yeah. With how she treated her own woman. But, um, I don't know what category I'm supposed to put this in. And so I'm just going to keep it where I'm at. <laughs> 
if you watch season two, hey, let me know how it is. Let me know how it is. But um, I appreciate you all for uh, being patient with me. And uh, I hope to see you next time. So let's close this one out. I'm beyond building your own table. Just sit where you want to sit, say what you got to say, and put the fucking work in. How about that? As for the blacklist, keep, keep on. Uh, this week, I want to thank my guest, Honest Anne. Be sure to check her out at honestlysis.com. See where she is on her journey and how she can help you on yours. The Powerball numbers she gave us are 3, 11, 17, 33, 55, and your Powerball is 22. If you win, take care of yourself and somebody else. As far as the folks I fuck with, Bar Winch's Brews, ready to go drinks by the best bartender in the DMV. What's up, K? You can find him on IG at B-A-R underscore W-E-N-C-H-E-S underscore B-R-E-W-S. That's Bar Winch's Brews. We are royalty, infusing your palate and elevating your mind. Some adult treats, y'all. I can personally attest to the power of the mini bunts and the infused honey. I'm going to get into this Epsom salt soon. You can check it out on IG at We Are Royalty. That's W E A R E dot R O Y A L T E A. We Are Royalty. The J Shop 42. If you're looking for some custom wood pieces, I got a custom Blake Frankism wall piece that is fire. That is the J Shop 42. T H E, the letter J S H O P 42. That's the number 42 on IG. And finally, Lauren Wilson Customs. Another custom wood piece. This is a custom drink and cigar tray. Fire SG Row representation. Uh, that is Lauren Wilson Customs. That is L A U R I N W I L S O N C U S T O M S. Lauren Wilson Customs on IG. Now, if you need me, you can reach me via email at blatantfrankism at gmail.com. That's B-L-A-T-A-N-T-F-R-A-N-K-I-S-M at gmail.com. My website, blatantfrankism.com. And on Facebook, Twitter, and IG at, guess what? Blatant Frankism. I look for you. In the words of Dr. Maya Angelou, there is no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside you. And so that's why I'm here, folks. Today and always, don't forget to check on somebody. And if you need somebody to check on you, let them know. All right, get at me.